Here at the Everyday Entrepreneur Podcast, we get to take a closer look behind the scenes of entrepreneurs in their everyday lives. We are here to shine a light on the ups and downs, the journey of entrepreneurship, stories about the challenges, trials and errors, but most of all, a guide on how to overcome them. Our mission is to provide value and information about different businesses and promote their venture. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. So please be advised. We are not your business or financial advisor. Welcome to the Everyday Entrepreneur. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Uh, today, we are discussing about uh, the lifestyle of an everyday entrepreneur, pretty much the ups and the downs, right? So um, we're going to go right on ahead and um, share a few things that we're going through, uh, you know, current current things that we're going through as business owners and how we're dealing with it. Um, but before anything, I would like you guys to, um, would like to introduce my co-host, Catherine May and Chris Swan. Say hi, guys. Hi. What's up, everyone? It's been a minute. It has, guys. What's going on? So let's talk about that. The bad and the ugly is all. The good, bad, and the very ugly. <laughs> so as you guys know, um, there's been a various things that that's that went on a few, you know, few weeks now, maybe a, even a month, and a lot of projects went went um, um, that was you know was in progress and. Uh, congratulations, Kat, for the Underdogs event. It sounds like, well, it looks like you guys were really had a successful evening. Um, unfortunately, me and Chris couldn't make it. But uh, as you guys know, too, me and Chris just came back from our, our trip. And um, we have a story. That was. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have quite some story about that. So um, let's maybe we can start it off with Underdog uh, since we're, we're on there. Let's, let's talk about that, Kat. Maybe you can yeah. share a little bit. So how did it go? Tell us about it. I mean, let me rewind a little. So um, the event was June 4th. So we had two major walkthroughs before that. That was like with all the models, performers, um, DJ, lighting tech technician, and, you know, um, our staff, we had two walkthroughs and that went, it was like really cool to see all the hard work you put together in like real life time, see the models like walk with the music and do test runs. And um, that was just so cool to see. There's, there's just, there's no words to really describe that. It's like, you know, you see it come to life at a really small scale before the actual event. Um, learned a lot, you know, for walkthroughs and how we can do better. And then the day of the event, it was just exhausting from morning to night, um, nonstop work, like prepping. And I mean, literally blood, sweat, tears and shout out to Worldwide Collective over and over and over. They went above and beyond to make it happen um, and did event coordinating the whole day of setting up just just crazy ass links like freaking Dan, Iris, Ed were freaking huge ladder, like out in the front, putting up a banner. That wasn't their job, but they did it. Anthony carrying out a ladder like a firefighter because he's an ex-firefighter. I mean, you have <laughs> like, you just have incredible staff like Griselle doing the day of event coordinating, setting up. Eric, I mean, literally this dude was like sweating, like not even dressed up, running in and out of the fucking event, like going to grocery stores, picking up ice, alcohol. Like 
it was, it was nuts. But when the event started at 6 PM, we had a ribbon cutting ceremony photo shoot. Um, and the timeline just progressed. It was like performer after performer, and then the two runways. And, you know, I got to go up there and speak. And that was where I was like, I really want to thank you guys. It is not about me. And I just started fucking crying. I was crying. And I was like, my mom was there. My aunt was there. My godmother, Harley was there. I mean, I, I, yeah, it's like my sister, her husband, and they have never, ever seen in person the kind of work that I do, especially like this. So to see them there and recording and like, just, it was just awesome. And the whole event was definitely success. Um, overall, incredible success, a lot of great takeaways, incredible experience. And now I know, you know, what all of us are capable of at this point, just like the, the reason why I cried up there was like, this was a dream that started when I was like three years old, because I was a painter starting at three at Harley's age. And I had shared that story, like, as an artist, a creator into a business owner, and now seeing all of this come to life, which you guys have seen some video clips and some pictures and stuff that looked like hardcore, like artists, galleries slash runway. Like it was an amazing event, right? Like photographers, videographers, shout out to our media team that did an incredible job. Like everyone showed up very professionally overall. Still takeaways, <laughs> a lot of takeaways. Like Chris said, I'll turn out to be negative. <laughs> <laughs> but learning you know, experience <laughs> yeah it was a great experience and now I knew no now what I can do way better you know if anything. yeah no yeah most definitely and it from what it looks like uh yeah you, just like you said it's a great team effort everyone put out their a game and that's I think that's pretty much what you need it's a, it's a formula for success yeah let's let's move forward from that um mm-hmm. so what what are the lessons that was learned from that experience? Um, I guess this is why we have a podcast to talk about the behind the scene, right? So yeah, I think really like the lessons and learn within yourself, like understanding yourself more. Did you like come to a realization oh, yeah. about your ca- capability, your capacity, capacity, exactly? Oh yeah. How how much you can actually accomplish once you put your mind to something and see it see it unfold in real life, in real time. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I am so grateful because you really see like who showed up there to really support and really like did above and beyond. And it's like, you look around you at those that kind of, they say they keep their word and they say they're going to do their best. And they do these, a lot of like these broken promises. And clearly I'm like, how do I say this? The truth will shine. Like you'll, you'll see who really is who they are and who keeps their word by who they surround themselves with, who is there for these people. Right. And, and a lot of our, the people that showed were, they couldn't believe that, you know, you bring on a team like this, that trust my word, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's, that speaks volumes and, and that, it, and I just kept saying, like, it's not about me. It's not about me. And so the major learning experience here was like, you know, no matter how big or small, like anyone you work with, just keep continually giving back, like show up, be supportive, be positive, because you just never know, you know, later when you really need these people who will really be there for you in return. Um, and then true colors shine when 
push comes to shove, when you have something at this caliber that an event this big, you you'll get you know all type, types of opinions, comments. You'll you'll have people that will promise their word, then they don't. They actually don't. Um, they don't deliver, right? right. Um, so. So I definitely learned from that. I'm like, try not to say it without saying it. You guys know. I'm like, how do I say this without saying specific names? <laughs> I'm not going to call people out specifically. But, you know, now you know who has your back and who doesn't. And for future events, for future workshops, for future goals, dreams, you know who's going to roll deep with you and be there for you, you know? And I, and I still am grateful for you guys. I know you guys didn't make it, but I, you know, like, I know, like you guys always had my back, even before this event, you guys were very supportive and that, that matters so much to me. Um, and so next time big, you know, is like, it takes a village. So don't ever think you, you have to do anything by yourself. That is what I learned. And you notice that people think that, oh, I can do this by myself. I can do this by myself. It will be way harder for you, right? And and really check yourself if it's is it an ego thing? Is it like you know maybe it's a trust thing or whatnot? But everything will go better when you have a village, when you have a team, when you build a community, right? And the only way you do that is if you show up for others, yes. and they will show up as well with you. And I felt that, and like people were emotional at this event. People were crying, like they were so touched by you know the fact that I said, Hey, this was a dream. And, and there was a lot of challenges and like, um, to see that this can actually happen for them, like each person there that, that it's possible, but you need the right people. You need, you need a hundred percent, the right energy of people. Mm. Um, and just be very careful. The, the logistics of having contracts, be organized, you know, bring on a team that you can really trust and that you know you will have their back and they will have yours and that you guys have um that no matter what you will be there for each other even when it comes to an event that's very high stress so a lot of true colors shine and that's what i can say i learned so much from that and it's like that was the event that was the event of the year and we had so much incredible feedback everyone's like i want to be in the next one people want to apply to be models people want to apply to you know be, be anything in this event and now i'm like man i know that i can produce this again and i know who i will choose to come with me and i know who will not be there <laughs> <laughs> um i won't say names <laughs> So that is the biggest takeaway. I just know it's more than one person. And you said, maybe, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was multiple people. And <laughs> no, but yeah. oh, man, man and I, like, I want to say one thing I, that I did say, and jokingly and not jokingly, I'm like, I don't care if you're the fucking president of the United States, if you are hey. disrespectful. I, 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 used to say that as a, I used to say that as a young one all I'm the time. Like, <laughs> disrespect is disrespect. I don't care who you are, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I, right. I don't care your status, you know, I don't care your position. <laughs> right. But let me, let me just bring that up, bring, make, uh, just run it back. But you did make a good point. And I like that. I like exactly what you just said. And, and that resonates to me that it does take a village. And the thing is that exactly you have to have the right one percent you know, energy of right people in there. Um, I believe that that's the, definitely the number one um, key to um to a success of a big of a project that you just you know accomplish and just knocked it out the park 
And I'm very proud of like, you know, because they're not, they're not, it's not easy to find the right people. And that's me oh my God, no. about this all the time, just being, you know, just being in our business, like, um, well, my, my share of this, this podcast is going to be just coming off from that. Um, you know, after having a right team for uh, quite some time, like I do have a low turnaround of employees. So this people has pretty much been with me for a long time. But with me, I when you're losing the right people, or at least they're leaving. And it's like back to the drawing board, square one, right? Yeah. Um, you know, my experience is that, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a very nice guy. I definitely like work with you know, with people and I try not to judge, you know, and I try not to make it about the work. I try to make it about the people and the human and what they go through. And that's pretty much what, you know, made this yeah. last long. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's not my kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Harley, that's cool. <laughs> I didn't know I had kids. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, yeah. Yeah. What I was going. What I was saying is that um, you know after having them for such a long time, and when this, you know, when they when they decide to leave, you know, it's kind of heartbreaking. You know, uh, I, I feel that like I don't feel like I'm betrayed, but I guess there's just it's time to go. But uh, you know, then that kind of puts me in this this position where. I start to roll out the negative thoughts. And then like, I was just telling Chris and I'm gonna, you know, I know I started off with just with, um, you know, people leaving and having the right team, the right energy. And then when they leave, but the negative thoughts start to come when the doubts, you know, start to show up. And then it's like, man, it's not easy to find the right people, right? Mm -hmm. So I was just saying this and I was telling Chris the other day, I said, man, I feel like a clown. You know, you guys ever seen that meme on Instagram? Like, I feel like a clown when I work so hard for my business, right? That this is because of the, mind, the negative mindset, but I'm just comparing. I ended up comparing myself. Um, I feel like a clown going to work, giving it 100%, knowing the, knowing the fact that someone out there is at home doing barely anything, making about $1.2 million, just flipping NFTs, right? <laughs> so, of course, I'm like... You know, in the right mindset, of course, you cannot compare that because easy come, easy go. And I was just saying this the lesson that I'm learning from this hardship is not about the money that I'm taking home or I'm making. Yes, I make a lot. But also, what I've learned is like I'm learning a lot of more value of my journey. You know, the money is, yeah, it's price, but it's a tool. But the biggest price that I've that I've, I've gotten so far by working really hard, I'm realizing it, I'm speaking it out loud, is the value of the hard work. You know, um, this, you know, it didn't come easy. I work hard for it. I learned a lot of value why I should hold on to my money and why it's not gonna go that fast, go away that fast. And also just the process of going through that, um, it's not money that can buy. You know, the lessons that you have learned or that I have learned is a lot. I don't think I would have learned that by just sitting at home and flipping NFTs. I probably wouldn't know what to do with myself, like how to keep what I have. And I think that's the value that a lot of people tend to miss because it's so easy to compare, right? But 
there's everyone has a different journey. Like with my journey, I know it's a lot of hard work being a bread man and just managing these things. There is just really intense labor. But at the same time, you know, I could, I could say that I work hard for this. I learned to go through my trials and tribulations because I've gone through hard road. You know, I could, I could share that experience to my kids or my grandkids and you know, I think that's the most valuable things in life is that the lessons that you learn from, you know, achieving, you know, that taking no shortcuts, right? That's what they're saying. It's like, there is no shortcuts, really. And that's what the most important thing is, is just you learn every, no, you don't leave no stones unturned. You, you just work through it, go through every single cycles and every single thing. And by doing that, you got to put in work. Right. And the work, the work ethic, the, you know, the principles of, of the mindset of the real entrepreneur is, is the doers, you know, there's different kinds of entrepreneurs, but I'm a doer. I'm, I'm, I like to work. Like the thing is that for me, it's more important doing versus the thinking and putting it like in reality. Yeah, let me touch on that. Like uh, you said something on that, right. About doing right. As entrepreneurs, we just, we just do work. We have to go out and we chase our dreams. We put something in front of us and we go after it. I think we're all victims of that mentality when things doesn't go our way that we emotionally, emotionally get affected by it, where it can start that snowball effect of negative thoughts. Right. So when things are, that's the thing what Kat was saying about building a great team, right. Having a good support system, knowing those people, but in order to know somebody, you have to give them the opportunity to show themselves who they are, right? And without allowing that natural trust to be given forward, to let them be who they are. And then only, only when tough times, only when, because when everything is going smoothly, everyone is buddy, buddy, everyone's cool. You feel like you can trust everybody. We can get along. But as soon as things hit the fan, as soon as things are not going the way you might have anticipated to be, then you start to realize who's really there, who's really not there, right? Who's really on your team? Who can you trust? Who, who can you, who's on your, who's actually supported of you? Or really was you just really supported of them? You know what I mean? Because maybe your heart is always leading in the right direction and you're always trying to do right by others and you're always seeing the good in people until they prove themselves otherwise. Yeah. The, the bad part about that is that you have to now deal with that emotion a feeling like, oh, this, I can't believe this person did this or said that or whatever, right? But I think as, as doers, as entrepreneurs, we know how to process that, right? We self-reflect on ourselves and we say, okay, what do I trust? First of all, I trust myself. I trust, I know what I can do. I know what I can accomplish. I've been down here. I've been through hard times because it's not always, the line has not just been a smooth road up, right? There's all this ebbs and flows. So on the down, it's like, well, do I keep myself down here by how I'm thinking, right? Or do I understand I've been here before, but what have I learned from this journey thus far? And how can I make it better on my next incline back up? Because you can't always expect, it'll be arrogant to think that things are always going to go smooth, right? Mm -hmm. And people are not going to double cross you or say, or talk shit behind your back or do something that was like uh, destructive to your journey or your, your, your energy or anything. And um, so knowing to be aware of that and understanding how you to, how to react in those situations, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yes, it does. 
And uh, I wrote something here. I said, uh, and, and to put value on certain things. <clears throat> I'm learning in my journey right now that being in the business, right, um, putting, not being able, not, not putting yourself in a position where you're putting so much value into things that, um, that will like, well, never mind. Cut that up. The quote is value is only measured by how much you invest into it. Hmm. Right. So by being, by saying that is basically like things only affect us by how much we choose to invest into it. Right. So if somebody does you wrong, well, we put so much value into them. Maybe they didn't deserve. And so now the feeling back is like a negative feeling. You know what I mean? And so how do I move on? Well, you just trust yourself, trust what you can do. Well, also you, you also have, for me, I think just to piggyback right on that, not only trusting yourself, but trusting the universe, like you've gone through this journey. Like this is how I look at it too. Like I've gone through this journey where I thought I would not find that right person and I would not like make my business like run the same, but guess what? I always ended up surpassing my expectation and my business always tend to run a lot better. And the thing with, you know, with business is like, what's the indicator here? It's really your numbers, right? And how smooth your business is running. So for me, like my indicators, like every year I got to surpass it, but my numbers, but I always find myself in the beginning of that stage is like having that doubt where I cannot find that, that, that same person that could, because it's comfortability and it's me being comfy and like, uh, uh, more uncomfortable and once you lose that and you're back to the grind and back to the trenches and it's like oh like everything becomes doubtful and then but then again at the end of the year I always like look at my numbers and like oh I really did better and this is a lot better and that's the thing is trusting the process yeah. knowing the fact that we've been through many I've been through this this journey many times but every single time that I come back to square one why do I lose that that mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what really well want. that's the thing like you're putting value on the money right are we doing this just for monetary reasons is it just how much can i get paid from this you know and uh and you're because we're working hard to create a lifestyle that we perceive that we want to live right this is what well, we, yeah, we build true. a comfort zone so what happens when things doesn't go your way right the economy starts to fall down right gas prices are going up things are getting more expensive right the market's going up right you're, you know, something happens, you know, somebody quits on, you. Um, you know, something happens where, you know, you have to come out of pocket and you lose money. Mm -hmm. And maybe you have to maybe check your ego and say, well, I got used to living this way until now I might have to make some changes here. Are you willing to do that? And some people, that's the battle right there. Are you willing to humble yourself and put, your, put yourself in a position to do whatever it takes to make things right again? You know what I mean? Or you're just trying to keep that same lifestyle, you know, right there. And you're not trying to go any way below it. You know what I mean? And you're just constantly struggling there because <clears throat> all these factors are playing its role, right? So are you able to hum yourself into, okay, I don't need this. I don't need that. I don't need you. I don't need that. And I'm going to just do what I need to do to make me happy. Because at the end of the day, I think it's not about money. It's about being happy. You know right. what I mean? Right. Because we can't do this forever. No, and right. And, and I think that that comes down to, so I talked about this before, um, and as, as, as painful as it, it, 
it kind of sounds for me, you know, after have creating Janus, I do have to find my exit out. I got to find my exit out. And um, I think I should have did that the moment I entered. Because what, I guess what it is, is that I, you're right. I don't, I, in the beginning, I was thinking this is what I'm going to be doing forever. But at the end of it all, like for now, it's not the end, but right now at this moment, I'm thinking like, I don't think I'm going to do this forever. I want to continue other businesses. I want to give birth to other businesses. I have a lot of other ideas, but where does Janus ends, right? At least me running it. I definitely don't want Janus to fade, but I definitely would like want to sell the business to someone that could take it to a new heights where I can. You know, but understanding your purpose, right? Understanding. Right. And, I, and that's the thing is that separation, separating my emotions from my creation is probably mm-hmm. the hardest thing. And I, just, I guess it's just finding that exit. I think knowing where to exit and then being satisfied with it and then being okay with, okay, when you're ready to part ways with it, then part ways. And as long as you know that your business is in good hands, then start a new venture. But I think that's what we all come down to. And you're right. This is, we're not doing this forever. Mm-hmm. You have given, like, just like how Ford had given birth to Ford. And, but then after a few, like maybe 30 years or 20 years, he wasn't the one that's running it. He might be involved, but he, you know, someone has to take over to, to reach that new heights because you're only as good as what you can. You're only as good as, you're only as good as your, your current, your relevant, like as, as your time. Time would change. Time would pass, and you your time will pass as well. And then you, that there's that new someone that's gonna come. That's gonna be the the one that has the edge. You know, that's what you. That's that's how I'm looking at it. Like when well, my time is up, right? I mean, you're only as good as your team. Mm-hmm. Well, that too. And so how do you understand your team? How do you build that team? Yeah, exactly. Like just like if just like being in the, in the military or like being in an army, like you know, you have your platoon, your 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 squad, right? And then you guys win these battles and win these battles. But you guys could win only so much, so many battles. Might not even win the war, but you know, you need the next platoon or the next battalion to move forward and take over it and then surpass that. Like you could only take that thing so far. The same thing with business is like you have a team, and even if you build a great team. Mm-hmm. that has an expiration date mm-hmm. we all forget that you know yeah well so yeah. that's why you know like you guys ever hear like why you know living in that moment while you're here just do your best you know as you can be and which is the right thing to do because once once everything expires it expires it's expired already you know yeah and that's how no this reminds me of just because putting together so like the underdog team but then even before that was worldwide collective it there's two parts that i that i'm hearing you guys say the first part is i made sure that i heard every single person's why and story and that was important to me that's a good like every every model every photographer videographer i was on the phone with each and every one of these individuals talking to them about why would they want to be in this, you know, why would they see opportunity here? Is this a good fit that, you know, I want it to feel like they are fulfilled in this project. And that was so important. And you'd be surprised that all these like people also that are very like influencers that are like, you know, showcasing like their, their runway models, you know, and they were really surprised. Well, I was surprised that they were like, this is a project that I'm looking for. 
that's the first part is just like spending time to each and every person that they feel valued, heard and seen. And I wanted that to be the entire mission of underdog and, and the worldwide collective. And then the second part that I hear you guys say is when you bring on a team or a crew or employees or whatever, also don't expect to, for anyone to work harder than you, right? Is that you are going to be probably your most hardest working asset and not to also expect that any of your teammates, your business partner, your employees to work as hard as you do. Um, so that's stuff that I've heard you guys say over and over and over, you know, and not to have like extreme expectations for everyone to do your work because then you'll already fail. And that's where I've seen so many key notes of who was a leader for an event like this big and who was not a leader, right? Yeah, you could only, your, the expectation of your employees are only as good as you, your, how you take care of them. Mm-hmm. That really only goes so far as, you know, how much invested you are with them. Not monetary, not monetary but emotion. Mm-hmm energy and you know being their friend right and you know i i mean i take care of my people's not by just paying them by being compassionate by asking them are you okay can you it's not the maintenance work to be done right with something emotionally and mentally that's the main key point uh, in my business like i want my my employees to be in the right headspace because they're dealing with my customers right mm-hmm. and in order for them to do that i don't want them being upset at me i don't want them being upset at the work and i don't want them being upset from home so if there is anything that is bothering them it's a simple it's a simple communication and pull them on the side and just ask them for me at least i go hey how are you doing today how do you feel you okay okay do you is there something bothering you are you going to be able to make it through today? And then maybe after this, you can take some time off and then come back when you're ready. And then when they do come back and after you give them that, they're, they come back better than they, they were in, in, in the last position. And that's what I see and I notice as, as me versus me saying that, oh, you're not doing, you know, instead of calling them out and saying that they're making it about the business or about the job. And when you make it about the people and how they're operating, and, and how you can help them to make them feel better. It's, it's uh, they feel, for, for me at least, it, it shows, I feel like they are more open to like, you know, the communication A, but also like, hey, I'm able to do this job this much. And then, you know, just like last Saturday, I've, I've had the same conversation with one of the kids that I was just working for me and I said, hey, what is really bothering you? You know, well, of course the gas prices, expenses and all the inflation. I was like, would it, you know, how about this? I'll give you an, a raise and maybe I'll give you a little bit less of the pressure of the work. He likes it. Now the guy wants to stay. So that just, that just tells me like, okay, everything could be resolved. It's just how you approach it. And if that didn't work out, then yeah, I'm back to square one, going on LinkedIn, going on the agency, calling, see who can work. Right. But, so. but the thing is, I think the goal too, though, when you're trying to build a team of any, of any measure, right, is understanding what 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 Kat said in the beginning is about. She interviewed and intuitively listening about what is their purpose, what is their goal, why do you want to be a part of this, like, what is your position on this, what is your intentions, and understanding putting value to that. 
and knowing where their head is before they even enter, you know, doing anything with you or partnering up doing anything. Because what you touched on is, I think is great based on once they, you acquire them and maintaining that relationship, right? And being accountable to your word and your positions towards them, right? And in exchange for them to do whatever it is they need to do on the team. And so I think that's what coming when you're, when you're, I think, I think the value of this whole thing is just understanding how to build a team so that As you minimize these experiences that are setbacks, that create setbacks within your business or your journey. And so knowing where people's, what your natural true intentions are and what, what did you learn with that, with Kat? Was it, was it based on more just like, having clear communication with you know each and every one whether they're the vendors the the artists your business partners um even you know the message that you're bringing out to your guests like mm -hmm. what is your overall mission and making sure everyone is honest and clear and true about what they're trying to invest their time and their effort in this journey whether mm -hmm. it's your thing or they're somebody else's thing or whatever right mm -hmm. Yeah, it was definitely that like clear communication, intention, being super transparent from the beginning, not lying or faking about anything that's really going to happen at the event, whether it was a paid gig or not paid or how much does it cost or that we're on a budget. These are things that I don't think anyone should ever lie to their employees, their partners or, you know, um, your team to because then that will reflect on what like how much you profit it, it all of that will reflect and not only that the reviews of your business it's just it looks all bad and that was you know again a major learning point is that like be careful who you work with that you know if I had a teammate that was promising above and beyond and then didn't deliver whether it was in a business space or a restaurant or in my work or whatever it just look makes like everyone look bad right. um so definitely being clear on, will spread right oh yeah. yeah like just being clear like be clear about you know like again and again communication wise and and it's a week after this event and I'm still closing out and what does that look like it's like well I don't just like close out the event in which I promised everyone I don't just close it out and be like bye see you later and then right. go on vacation or disappear yeah. my ass was like on the computer I'm calling every person I can get a hold of to get feedback how can we do better yeah I'm still doing that right now. I'm still trying to get a hold of everyone and and um and worldwide collective they're helping me get in touch with everyone because they really want everyone to know that they matter also. Um and that's so important. Like I feel like as a business owner, I do the same for my clients and um but also on the flip side for those that don't know how to receive that kind of um effort, love, um respect that don't know how to even handle something like that they might be offended <laughs> they might be like I don't know what you're talking about um they might the worst is playing victim which I'm seeing in mm. you know different clients people I'm working with where they're That's they are like fault, oh yeah. they're like it's your fault it's the mm. venue's fault it's the, you know everyone else's fault it's not my fault but then they're the one clearly not making money <laughs> like you know and no one's also looking to you to build a team no one's looking at you as a leader and it's like dude like reflect on your shit like be honest with yourself keep you know be accountable of your shit um and in the end all we can really do with those types of people is just like 
let their natural colors show and trust that whole process, right? Of right. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's yeah. amazing. Like, laughing. I mean, the, the stuff that that you got. Look at you. You ended up having a purple hair. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. You guys didn't see. It's all purple. <laughs> oh, is that how? Is that how you you deal with stress? You, you <laughs> change color like a super saiyan, <laughs> like a unicorn. It's a thing. Unicorn. Yeah. Girl, rainbow. <laughs> I leveled up, guys, and my hair is purple now. <laughs> the next level. Not that much stress that you got down. Your hair turned purple. I mean, me and Chris just turned white. Yeah. <laughs> oh white. Shout out to Joanna for my hair. Oh Love man! Shout out to the Worldwide Collect. Shout out to Jeff for hosting. Jeff for hosting Nomer's brother, who was on the show with all with us. Like he's incredible. Too. Man, yeah. this dude was an MC. He was amazing. And, I, and it was so funny. Jeff and I, <laughs> you should talk, talk about that. Let's talk <laughs> Jeff about and it. I were in the, we were in the fitting room in like one of the very back, like handicapped fitting room where there's all this shit back there, but we had to get where it was quiet. So we could do a run through like, really like, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? And yeah. we're like back there and it's freaking hot. There's like no air conditioning back there. And we're like going over lines and we're nervous. <laughs> So, because we're about to go on the mic and start this whole thing, but it was just, dude, Jeff is amazing under, like he thrives under that environment, you know? So he was up there like freaking natural, you know, he did a great job. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did a great job. And so did, I just want to also shout out to, cause I'm like, oh, you didn't say my name, Kat. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. makeup artist, you know, the makeup artist, um, the hairstylist, Joanna and um gina who is our celebrity hair makeup who came all the way from la this chick has stories she's met michael jackson several times like that's how high profile she is she's been in his house like she's worked with all the major celebrities like on set and she out of the goodness of her heart thank you gina like dr drove out in hella traffic from la to help put together like all the models their hair pieces all their makeup and they were like sweating back there there was no ac in that fitting room for some reason <laughs> it was hot and everyone's like getting ready um and taylor who was like floating from one vendor to the next making sure everyone was okay how are you doing um jasper down to the designs of the sweaters and the shirts and and your um your your shirt also no more <laughs> like all like he's our go-to for design i mean yeah we really showed up well, here, also Brazil, you know putting out the outline and the yeah, blueprint yeah man. i mean la love vendors but then vendors that were showing up last minute had nothing to do with me that was not my fault um anyone showing up last minute or changing the timeline or vendors showing up last minute not i had nothing to do with that so that we're clear, <laughs> <Make> that clear. <laughs> <laughs> i i worked my ass off to make sure that timeline was was great and you know what it just shows as a business owner like you guys are in your own business you freaking adapt like shit like hits the fan what are you going to do at that very second you have to be solution oriented you can't jump in the drama and be like blame all these people it's like there's literally you have an audience all staring at you if you fuck up <laughs> like yeah. you're holding accountable right then and there exactly yeah. oh my god it test your character it really put the test to your character and what kind of sure applies makes diamonds that's uh that's the number one yeah exactly this is the journey of mm -hmm. this going back this is the mm -hmm. everyday 
journey that we go through as an entrepreneur, like it puts your character to the test and how you operate and how you adapt to these things. And again, it's just a matter of time, whether, you know, you, you blame or you make a solution or you cry about it. You could do whatever you want, but choose wisely. You know, again, it's, 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 it's how you could move your next you know, for turn your pollution into solutions. <laughs> I love Chris's quotes. I know how I just, they just pop in, so I'm gonna just drop them. Yeah, <laughs> like what I was gonna say is that, like, like a true entrepreneur and business owner, you will know how well and successful they are is when a problem presents itself. Right? Are you gonna be reactive or are you gonna be solution based? Exactly. I think I think just a relationship in general. You know, whether you're building a team, your your you know personal relationship, friendships, business, mm -hmm. that's when you really see true people's true colors. When things are not going well, right? When there's problems having to be solved, and how people choose to react. Oh right? Lord, yes. Yeah. When you see who people really are, who's really about it. Yeah. It's yeah, and it, and that's that's <laughs> that shows a true character of what kind of a person or an operator are you is when you're put to the test and again these things are what i was just saying in the beginning about like comparing myself to the nft guy that's making 1.2 million and i go to work because once you know this this thing's built characters it built the character who i am today and i'm very appreciative of that and and damn thankful for for the learning experience because i don't think you could just these things you just don't it doesn't just come it's developed it's developed through how you process your emotional intelligence and it's a business podcast it's very important to know how you operate your self-awareness like i think that's majority of entrepreneurs and business owners are kind of missing is just knowing how they operate and how they do well in 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 deep waters you know, especially when you don't have a plan and you don't have a life vest or a floaty. <laughs> We're really just understanding what's really important to you, you know. I mean, yeah, that too. personal level, for me on a personal level, from based on all the, the positives and the negatives, I think, especially when you're dealing with issues, it's a self-reflection on yourself. But it's also yeah. um, an understanding of what, do you, what is important to you and what what do you value and i think for me it's understanding don't get yourself too attached to things or people oh, because yeah. that will always lead to some disappointment right and yeah, that that's spiral exactly. into something that that becomes bigger out of your control mm -hmm. and so just just like be happy live life understand what you what you want to do understand what why you want to do it and just go after it but don't 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 kill yourself in the process it's not worth it you know what i mean mm -hmm. like we all just want to be happy make a living however you want to choose to do it you know what i mean and the mm -hmm. people who are for you will be there right you'll understand it but but the only way to really know who's really down if that's what you're trying to look for is you know let's get some drama going you know what i mean Get the drama oh, going. Time. You know what I mean? Time. Once the drama starts, then you'll see who's going to fucking scatter, flurry like roaches, and who's going to stay and help you crush them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Damn. we That is, oh, man, this is a very good podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're going to, yeah, we're going to have to cut this thing. But 
thank you for mm-hmm. for sharing those thoughts, guys. Uh, yes. Again, this is a business podcast. It's an everyday entrepreneur. And um, we would like to uh, hear your feedbacks and, and let us know what you think. And, you know, for those that are sending emails out, uh, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, yes, please send me some more emails. If you guys would like to be in the podcast, let me know what your business is about and what you can contribute to the podcast. And yeah, I would like to uh, read upon that and I'll talk to my guys right here and so let's see what we can do. Um, but would you guys like to share any last notes, maybe last quotes, Mr. Chris. Me? Yeah, I said what I said. I meant what I said. I wanted, love. Up, I wanted to pull up that quote because it always reminds me of like, yes. but this one says it's Buddha. It says the root of suffering is attachment. Mm. Oh, wow. That's deep. Eh? So deep. And there's so many reasons for that. And that's, that's just what it reminded me of. Oh, man. All right. Thank you. Call you Buddha now. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't okay. even know that. Yeah. Okay, let me, let but it's me. out there. See? Yeah. yeah. You said that. Yeah, that was from the heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is. Okay, well, we're gonna cut out this um this episode and um hope to see you guys in the next one. The next one, by the way, is gonna be the interview with Jeff by by yours truly, Chris and Kat. So hope you guys enjoy that one. All right, guys, have a great day. It's been and, fun. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Peace and love. <laughs>